Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 21st, 2016. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I am the editor and site expert over at Orlando Magic Daily. Com, and we've got a busy Wednesday show for you today. Uh, some big topics as we continue our positional previews uh, that's going on throughout the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, today we'll be looking at the small forwards, and then I'll tackle our big player profile, uh, player outlook that's up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com later this morning, uh, or is up now, depending on when you're listening to this. But our big player profile for today is Nikola Vucevic, so I'll talk a little bit more about what to expect from him this season. But before we get into that, I do want to give you a brief word from our sponsor, SeatGeek. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. I've used it numerous times about the buy and sell tickets recently. I was unable to go to the Orlando City game on Saturday. It's probably a good decision, seeing that they lost 4-1, but Orlando City games are always a good time. I was unable to go. I had some tickets. I had to get rid of them. So where did I go? I went to SeatGeek. SeatGeek had the best price point that would guarantee that they sell my tickets. Uh, They gave me the option to sell them separately, you know, together. Uh, However I wanted to sell them, they provided that option. And the best part is, those tickets sold. I had the money in my bank account, um... By the by, the time the game started, it, it was done that easy. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert. Uh, everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work and you save time and money. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Even if you're trying to sell tickets, SeatGeek will tell you whether you're selling it below or above market so that you can have the best chance to to sell them that you can. Best of all, when it comes to SeatGeek, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Here's what you have to do. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app. It's on your phone. It's very, very easy. Go to the Settings tab and click Add a Promo Code. Enter the promo code LOMAGIC, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOMAGIC today. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about today, uh, we're going to get into the small forwards uh, and Nikola Vucevic a little bit later on in the show, but the, the first thing I wanted to talk about is this event I went to Saturday. Um, the Orlando Magic had a fantastic event on Saturday, uh, a coaches clinic uh, for local high school, co- mostly lo- local high school coaches. Really, really interesting stuff. Get 
allowed us to allowed me to see a little bit of how Frank Vogel and his staff are, are what they're what they're planning on teaching a little bit. Um, they gave some advice to coaches. You know, it's really kind of basic stuff, but still some interesting things and philosophies about what the Magic are going to do. And you know, it's always fun to see the coaches in action. Um, it's not something we actually get to see very much. Uh, as as a public and so getting to getting to be around them as they're trying to teach the game or teach at least something or give some thoughts to to, to local coaches was was really 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 interesting. I don't know how much I'm comfortable sharing, but you know, let me say that they're pretty well prepared for for what they want to do. They're they're definitely thinking about things. And on that sense, we did get uh, a a brief you know brief time to talk with with uh, Frank Vogel. About about a few things about the the, the team in general, um, you know, just a basic a basic Q and A session, basic media availability it wasn't a huge deal. But Frank Vogel, uh, you know, I asked, you know, I was there doing a community event, so I was asking him what was his thought about the the community, about the Orlando community, and, and their response to the Magic, and and certainly their response to to him reaching out. Um, he'd done an event a few weeks ago. Uh, working with with youth, uh, uh, the Magic Fit Combine. It was it was a youth it was a youth event to you know put some kids through some through some combine drills with Evan Fournier there and Frank Vogel was there as well. Uh, and it was interesting to hear what he had to say both about the Magic, the team he's getting ready to coach, and the Orlando community at large. Remember, Frank Vogel is coming from Indiana, which is basketball heaven for a lot of people. So it's interesting to hear what he had to say about the Magic as he called them. A sleeping giant. Well, like like I just mentioned, uh, it's it's very passionate, you know. And uh, you know, I I feel like the Orlando Magic organization has been a little bit of a sleeping giant, you know, a, a team that has the ability to, be, to really be a powerhouse um, you know, because it's a desirable place to play, and um, you know it's been dormant for a few years and ready to get back on the map. And yes, some of that is is certainly PR speak, and, and, and you know I'm not gonna take anything away. Uh, from from what Frank Vogel said, but of course he, you know, at this point of the year, everyone's excited to to ha- to see what they have with the team, and and certainly is excited to uh, just get going and 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 believe that they can accomplish their goals. Obviously, you, you'd be upset if he didn't didn't say a lot of those things, uh, but he did say did repeat a few things that that I thought were interesting. Um, in in getting out in the community a little bit, he's he's obviously been here since late May, early June. Uh, he hasn't just been sitting in his office twiddling his thumbs. He's been, you know, preparing for training camp, obviously, but but you know, also getting out in the community. He's done some community events now. Uh, he's met with some season. He's met with season ticket holder groups and at season ticket holder events. Uh, there's certainly, uh, I I think you could what from what he said. There's certainly a, an excitement for what this team's going to bring, and I think that he believes that the Magic are truly a sleeping giant. That. This is a fan base that you know has been really criticized for the last few years, and, and rightfully so. But and rightfully so to some extent, but also not rightfully so because the product hasn't been at a high level. I think we've all known that when the Magic are really good, the, the Magic have some of the best fans in the league. But you know, it's tough to get excited to to come to a game that's for for twenty win team, for a twenty five win team. It's it's it can be tough to do that. And the sense that I have is Magic fans are ready to latch on to a successful team and. When I've talked to when I've talked to fans all throughout the summer, and I've you know I've played a patient approach. I I think the Magic can can still be a little bit patient. The response that I get is generally no. It's time to start winning. It's time to start making the playoffs. Five years is too long. And I think that's the that's the sense that that Frank Vogel has too. 
that this is a fan base that is hungry for success, that wants success. They will pay for success. They will come to games for success. The Magic just have to deliver that on the floor. And that's why I think I agree with Frank Vogel. The Magic are indeed a sleeping giant. They've got a great facility. They've got a great town. They've, they do have a good organization uh, overall. They just need the opportunity to get to that level again. And, and it takes some building. And the Magic, you know, I thought did some good things with their rebuild, but it wasn't going at the pace they wanted. And so now they have to deliver on the court. And if they deliver on the court, I think we're going to see a better atmosphere at the Amway Center. And I think we'll see that sleeping giant begin to awaken uh, both on the court with the, with the success and, and the winning, but also potentially then bringing free agents to Orlando because Orlando has been a player in free agency before. They can be again, but it first takes putting a winning product on the floor. And, you know, I think the way free agents think now is you got to win. Winning's my number one priority, or at least the free agents you want, winning's a number one priority. Uh, so you got to deliver that to them first. As I've said, as I've said, or as I said yesterday, since I, I forgot to do it Monday, uh, this is a big week on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, if you go to any of the Locked On Pod, Locked On Podcasts on the Locked On NBA side, uh, you will find us all doing pretty much the same post or the same type of discussion for our team. So, you know, if you want to check out Locked On Nets, which just started with David Wurtzberger, um, great, great guy, friend of the friend of the show. Uh, you can go listen to to that. He'll be talking about the same thing I'm talking about here today. If you want to talk, if you want to listen to uh, Danny Larue of Locked On Warriors talk about Kevin Durant for for 10, 15 minutes, you can go to Locked On Warriors and do that too. They're all on Audio Boom and iTunes, so subscribe there as well. We're here to talk about the small forwards for the Orlando Magic, and it is a really interesting position group for the Magic. Uh, you know, I I just opened NBA 2K17. The other day, uh, got my first game with the Magic yesterday or two days ago now, uh, and you know the Magic are an interesting team. Like I was, I was setting up my my team, my my GM, and, and, and trying to get the rotation down exactly how I wanted. And you know it was a little tough because you know at least according to the the powers that be at at Two K Sports, the Magic don't really have a true small forward. And one instance, uh, I started and messed something up, and so I had to restart my my GM. Uh, you know, they had Aaron Gordon at a power forward. They were starting Jeff Green. Then the next time I loaded it up, and, and Serge, Serge Ibaka coming off the bench, which I thought was very weird. Uh, and then the next time I loaded up, they had uh, Mario Hazonia starting at small forward and Serge Ibaka starting and Aaron Gordon coming off the bench. It was just very, very confusing. Uh, and no matter how you kind of stack it up, the Magic are going to be using guys that may not necessarily be considered small forwards at the small forward position. I think... We've discussed this numerous times on the podcast this season or this summer. Aaron Gordon is the starting small forward. I think if he's not, then either Mario Azonia's taken a leap that, that we haven't seen yet or something's gone terribly wrong. But the Magic seem very committed to moving Aaron Gordon to the small forward. Now, it isn't that big of a stretch to do that. Now, Gordon's played about half of his career, his short two-year career, at the small forward position. Last year, the split was 60-40 power forward to small forward, according to basketballreference.com. And we've talked a little bit about whether he's better as a power forward or a small forward. I tend to think of him as a power forward in this new day and age, and I think he'll play some power forward. But primarily, Gordon's going to play small forward. And Frank Vogel's talked a little bit about how he wants to use Gordon in a similar way that he used Paul George. I don't know how successful that can be because Gordon's not the same offensive player as George. But one area that Aaron Gordon certainly is better 
or not better, but certainly fits the small forward is on the defensive end. He is a fantastic perimeter defender, especially for a player his age. Yeah, he'll sometimes get lost off the ball a little bit. I think that's more growing pains as a young player. But more often than not, Gordon is on point defensively, especially on the ball. And he's got the size and strength to go up against your LeBron Jameses, your Kevin Durant's, and he's only going to get better. I mean, he's 20, he just turned 21 on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So Aaron Gordon plays the small forward position. But I think where I thought was really interesting last year is I thought him and Tobias Harris paired really well. And I would have liked to have seen that pairing continue a little bit because I think Gordon still offensively is a power forward. He doesn't have the shooting yet. Now, we know Aaron Gordon works his butt off and has probably added something to his game that we don't even know about yet. If he has done that and he's added a shot and he's able to attack more off the dribble, then certainly the three can be a place that he can find success. Um, for now, Aaron Gordon is absolutely the starting small forward. If he's not starting at small forward on opening day, something's gone terribly wrong, uh, and that's just how he's going to have to play. Who plays behind him, though, is one of the more interesting questions because the Magic can go one of two ways. They can go big and play Jeff Green there. And like I, like I said on yesterday's podcast, Jeff Green is a bit is, is a huge tweener. He's not a great jump shooter at all, and you know, probably about as good as Gordon is. Um, can, can attack the basket a little bit, but uh, probably better suited for four. And I think he, largely he'll play the backup four or play in lineups alongside Aaron Gordon, and, and they'll play kind of the 3-4 combo that, that I liked uh, in that Tobias Harris idea. Other than that, they could also go small and go with Mario Hazonia. Hazonia can play the three. He's got the size to play the three, and certainly coming off the bench, uh, there'll be less pressure to guard some of the bigger threes in the league. Hazonia is a true wing. He can play two or three, and I think play either successfully. He's obviously got the jump jumper to do it, uh, and the jump and the ability to attack a little bit off the dribble. Um, I, I think we'll see another big growth from Mario Hazonia. So the Magic, like they do in most places on the on the floor, have some flexibility at that three position. What's important for the Magic in their development is that Aaron Gordon becomes a three, because if he doesn't, where do they turn to? If Aaron Gordon can't successfully play small forward. Where do the Magic turn? It probably means they go with Mario Hazonia. Which, if is Hazonia even ready? If it does, and then, you know, again, then what do you do with Aaron Gordon? If, if, if Aaron Gordon, I mean, I think this is the biggest problem with the small forward position for the Magic right now. Is if Aaron Gordon doesn't work out as a small forward, what do you do with him? Do you give up on the project altogether? Do you move him to power forward and play him behind Ibaka? Do you move Ibaka to center? And I do think we'll see Ibaka-Gordon lineups, don't get me wrong. But, you know, there's a huge shift that has to occur if Aaron Gordon does not work out at small forward. Do you move Evan Fournier to the small forward? And that's certainly a possibility. Uh, I think Jody Meeks can play some three as well, but uh, I don't think we'll see a lot of that. Um, But Aaron Gordon is the huge question at small forward. It's his job and no one else's. And I think that's a little scary, but uh, certainly hopeful and certainly something the Magic need to happen. Without doubt, that needs to happen. Before we move on to the final segment of the show, we'll talk a little Nikola Vucevic speaking of players shifting roles. I do want to remind you all about SeatGeek. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. 
They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert that I want to go to. Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work and you save time and most importantly, money. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. If you go on SeatGeek, say you want to go to the Magic's first preseason preseason uh, home game. You go look for the look for that green dot. That green dot means you're getting a good price for tickets. They do all the comparisons for you. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, and this is important with Magic games coming up, there are home Magic games on the way, I promise. My listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, here's what you have to do. Download the SeatGeek app. They will even deliver the tickets straight to your phone. That's how great this app is. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code LOMAGIC and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOMAGIC today. Like I said, uh, we're continuing our player outlook series on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can go to OrlandoMagicDaily.com every morning heading into Media Day next Monday and check out a new player profile as we get set for the NBA season to begin. And thank God it's almost here because we will be able to answer one of the big questions brought up by the Magic this summer with the moves that they made, and that is the Nikola Vucevic question. It's a question that I've been positing, at least on Twitter, at Omagic Daily, uh, and somewhat on the site as well for about a half season now. At one point, at one point, it was about his contract, how much do you pay him, you know, what, what do you do, but now the Nikola Vucevic question is really about this. Can you win with Nikola Vucevic as your starting center? And most importantly, can you play strong enough defense with Nikola Vucevic as your starting center? And this is the year that that question gets firmly and finally answered. There's no getting around it this time. The Magic have to answer this question about Nikola Vucevic probably now and forever. Why is this question important then? This question is important because A, the Magic are building their base on defense. They bring in Serge Ibaka, they bring in Bismack Biombo. It's no secret what they're trying to do. They're trying to improve their defense. And a big need that the Magic have said they were trying to fill was rim protection. For the longest time now, we've said Nikola Vucevic is, is a skilled offensive player, and he is a really, really good offensive player, and one of the best passing big men in the league, one of the best, uh, you know, he's not a stretch five to the point that he can shoot threes, although he said he's been working on his three-point shot. Uh, but he spreads the floor enough at the center position that he can draw big men away from the basket, and that's important for the Magic and their and their drivers. But what, you know, we've all kind of said for the longest time is, you know, Nikola Vucevic isn't a good rim protector. He's, you know, 54% shooting at the rim. He's not a great pick-and-roll defender. Struggles to move laterally, and, you know, this isn't a knock on him. He tries. He tries really, really hard, um, and he's gotten better as time goes on, he's not even a negative defender. If you look at defensive box plus minus, he's a point per per, per 100 possessions better than the average center. Uh, certainly, there are problems elsewhere in the defense. 
But it doesn't take very long to, to talk to Frank Vogel, to talk to him about Ibaka, talk to him about Biombo. He knows the power of having a rim protector. Offensive players are not afraid to go into the paint with Nikola Vucevic defending it. And that, that, that fear is as important as, as anything else, as any of the other metrics that we have. Vucevic has to face a lot. And some of it is just poor, you know, some of it is Alfred Payton really struggled last year defensively. But some of it is something else too. And so for the longest time, we've always said Nikola Vucevic needs a rim-protecting four to pair with him and cover up those mistakes that he can't seem to fill himself. A player like Serge Ibaka, and we've said that for years now, and so now the Magic have Serge Ibaka. They have a rim-protecting four. They have a center, a backup center, who can also protect the rim. And so... The question now shifts. It shifts to, we've got you, your rim protector, Nikola Vucevic. Now, can the Magic be an elite defense? Not necessarily elite. I mean, they ha- I think they have to be an elite defense to make the playoffs this year. But can the Magic be a good defense? Last year with the supposedly defensive coach in Scott Skiles, the Magic finished 17th in defensive rating. That, that is their best in the rebuild, mind you. But 17th clearly isn't going to cut it. They were still they still had 35 wins, still fell well short of the playoffs. What Frank Vogel is going to be asking Nikola Vucevic and the Magic defense to do is to be elite. And I think this is where my skepticism comes in. Because yes, Ibaka is going to clean up some of his mistakes. But more teams now are running stretch fours than ever before. And I think that led to a lot of Ibaka's decline in Oklahoma City. I'm legitimately worried about Ibaka playing the four. Because if Nikola Vucevic is unable to improve, if the Magic are unable to improve their pick and roll defense and leave Vucevic in that island with a point guard coming right at him, they're still going to get beat because Ibaka is going to be in the corner keeping watch on a, on a shooter. He's not going to be able to get in the paint. And I think a big key for the Magic schematically is finding a way to keep Ibaka in the paint. No matter what the Magic do, they're scheming around Nikola Vucevic. And again, to me, the Magic need an elite defense to make the playoffs, and that is their goal, bar none. Having said all this, Nikola Vucevic is still the most consistent and best offensive player the Magic have. He averaged about 18 points per game, was at 19 the year before, nearly an all-star in 2015. Could have been the Magic's all-star representative had their team been a little bit better last year as well. He's a great mid-range jump shooter for a big uh, he's got a good post game. He's a great passer. He's a fantastic offensive player. Nikola Vucevic is vitally important to this team, and he will start the beginning of the season as a starting center. As much as you know, we've all said you know you're paying Bismack Biombo that much money, you got to start him eventually. This is still Nikola Vucevic's job. He's too important offensively to kind of discard. Not not discard. That's the wrong word, but. Uh, it's too important offensively to kind of just push to the side for that reason. Vucevic is still vitally important to this team. Getting that defensive thing right is going to be the story of the season for the Orlando Magic. Because yes, they are going to have to scheme around Vucevic a little bit. But if they can do that, if they can be successful doing that, Vucevic could be in store for one of his best seasons ever. The Magic will be in store for one of their best seasons ever. 
because Vucevic is very, very skilled offensively, and he and Ibaka complement each other well. To have two to have two bigs like that, who can step out and shoot long mid-range jumpers, is going to stretch defenses thin. Zach Lowe of of Grant of uh, of uh, ESPN.com almost said Grantland uh, of ESPN.com noted that the Magic may try some lineups where Aaron Gordon's essentially playing the five and hanging around the basket where Vucevic and Ibaka spread the floor. Vucevic does give them that versatility, and that's really, really important, like I said, because someone's got to score on this team, and I think that's a lot of the challenge that, that Frank Vogel is going to have this year. But like I've said time and time again, defense comes first. If Nikola Vucevic prevents the Magic from having an elite defense, then that is a problem for this team and the goals they're trying to accomplish. Like I said, this is a make-or-break year for Nikola Vucevic. He's got to prove that he can be a starting center on a winning team. And to do that, he's got to be part of a good defense and not take away from that. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to today's show here on Locked On Magic. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Like I said, everyone on the NBA side is doing their small forward previews today. So if you're looking to learn a little bit more about the small forwards in the league, check out all the great site, great sites today. You can find them all on Audioboom and iTunes as well. Subscribe to this show on iTunes and Audioboom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio as well. Uh, we appreciate all the listens. I, I actually just went, you know, I'm 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 a little bit of a creep, but uh, I, I listened to the rating. I, I went and looked at the ratings and reviews on iTunes. I really appreciate all the great feedback and love from the ratings. If you haven't done it yet, go go ahead and go onto iTunes. Give us a five star rating. It helps us get the word out and climb the iTunes rankings so other Magic fans can find us. If you know of any other Magic fans, be sure to let them know about the podcast. We're gonna be cranking them out here as we get to practice, as we get closer to the beginning of the season. It is right around the corner, and Locked On Magic will be there for every step of the road. Thank you all again for listening to the podcast today. We will see you tomorrow as we look at the front court as well as the next player in our Player Outlook series. This has been Philip Rossman-Reich of OrlandoMagicDaily.com and Locked On Magic. We'll see you tomorrow. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.